Thanks for listening to this OCRFM podcast. Head to ocrfm.org.au to find more great content and information about how to donate and support this community radio station. Lollipop, lollipop, Good afternoon, delight, and welcome to the show that is sugary spiceness and everything niceness on OCRFM, which is 98.3 across Collican District, 88.7 FM along the coast, and streaming online at ocrfm.org.au. How's it going, Mr. Max? Good. Good. Yeah. Uh, now, we're fully back into the swing of school now. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. You're not worn down? No. <laughs> you could fool me. <laughs> what have you been up to? Um... Not much. Not much, yeah. <laughs> we went fishing this morning. Oh, that's not much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whereabouts? Like Parambay. Uh-huh. Now, when you say this morning, what time this morning did you go fishing? We woke up at five and <laughs> left at, like, six o'clock. So, so if you fall asleep eating sweet treats on the show today, <laughs> we won't be surprised. <laughs> but uh, you've uh, you brought along a co-host for us today? Yeah. Mm-hmm. G'day, Darren. G'day. Back by a popular band. That's it. <laughs> Careful, he's, uh, he's taking your seat, Max. <laughs> I think you heard what's, uh, what's on the show today. Do Tim you Jams. Tim yeah. Jams, yeah. Got excited. <laughs> uh, but before we get on to Tim Tams, of course, we better check out what's in the Yum Box. Okie dokie, so last week we uh, opened up a brand new Yum Box, we're over in Poland now. Mm-hmm. Uh, what have you got for us today? Pretzel sticks with poppy seeds. Uh, that's right, We yeah, pretzel sticks. This was something that confused me because for me pretzels don't really shout Poland. But anyway. And salted potato stuff. Snacks. Salted potato snacks. Maybe adding, adding the poppy seeds. That might be the yeah the Polish addition, perhaps. Okay then. So uh, let's start with the what are we going with? The Max, the pretzels. Yeah. The Polotsky. Um Just as you might associate poppy seeds with bagels, the same is true apparently for Polish poppy seed coated bread rings, called the Obwaznik Krasowski. That's that's sounding very Polish now. They've been a local sensation since the 1300s. There you go. There's 150,000 sold in Krakow every single day. Uh, In Poland, poppy seeds aren't just limited to bagels because locals enjoy them on seeded rolls, poppy seed uh, filled wedding cakes as well. That's a bit different. Um, There's no recipe that couldn't be improved with some poppy seeds, they think. Mm. Um, For the Polish... Uh, these pretzels will give you the taste of a very local phenomenon, and you can discover that poppy seeds are delicious on uh, more than just, yeah, the top of a roll. There you go. So they're just literally a stick about four inches long? 
They look similar to uh, we, we were doing twiglets a few <laughs> weeks right. ago. Okay. But, yeah, it's definitely just that long, straight pretzel stick. And where we would usually have big chunks of sea salt. Salt, yeah. They've got poppy seeds. So I'm wondering how that's going to affect the flavour. What do you think of Max? Crunch, crunch. He's done the sniff test. He's going for the munch Ooh. and crunch. Gives it something different. I can't taste the poppy seeds. Can't you? I can. I think they need salt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're very... It's quite dry without the... Yeah. I mean, the salt would give it that... It'd make your mouth water. This is crying out for something. It's got a different flavour. It's got that... It's like sunflower oil, you know, that... Mmm. I'm trying to just nibble down the poppy seed, but... um not getting very far. Yeah. Very grainy, sort of. It is. It is. So the pretzel stick itself is quite dry. Then there's no... There's nothing much to... Yeah. You need to dip them. Mm, in something. something, I think. Poppy seeds are just almost there for decoration, almost. Mm. Slightest flavour. You're saying you, you got a bit of a taste there, Darren? Yeah, they're not like a traditional... You know, usually the salt is what you eat when you... That's you know. what I'm... It's tricking my brain. My brain is there, hang on, where's the salt? Yeah. What are you thinking, Max? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they're a, a bit of a, a strange one. They're not something you'd go back for just by them, sitting there no. eating them like you would a pretzel. As you say, you'd have to dip it in something, so I'm thinking, uh, like... I don't know. Well, your typical Seinfeld, you know, these pretzels are making me thirsty. <laughs> That's, um, these just, you yeah. just got to wash it away. That's <laughs> it. So you'd have it with some form of dip. Um, we've done hummus and stuff like that on the mm. show before. I'm um, not a huge fan of that, but... Tzatziki. Tzatziki, those sorts of things. Yeah, something to yeah. give it a bit of... A tang. Yeah, or, <laughs> or, or just zang. fluid. <laughs> yeah, something to give it some flavour. So thumbs up, thumbs down, Max. One thumb up. One thumb up. No, I actually think thumbs down. Thumbs down would, for you. I, I, would, I would just sit here and eat pretzels normally, but I wouldn't. Without the saltiness. Even the pretzels with Vegemite you had. Yes. They yep. were not bad. Yep. But yeah, these these are just dry. Mm. <laughs> and they put so much poppy seeds on that half the bag's full of them. Well, you've got to wonder then. <laughs> poppy seeds and a notorious for um, opium. Anyway. Uh-huh. Wonder how they get around that one. I suppose it's not you a huge quantity. No. <laughs> okay, let's move on to our second snack for the day. Are these the uh, Monster Munchers? Monster yeah. Munch. So it seems like we're uh, gearing up for Friday 13th, which is happening next yeah, month. Oh, ah, yes. We've got some little ghosty snacks. So every year the average poll consumes over 250 pounds of potatoes, which is around the same weight as a baby elephant. That's a lot of potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, there's the pierogi, which is potato stuffed dumplings, the placky zimziani, which are potato pancakes, the klusky slatsky, which is mashed potato dumplings, and the kneedle. I'm not sure if you pronounce the K in that, whether it's needle or kneedle, which is plum stuffed potato balls. Potato and plum, mm. that'd be a bit different. Different. But as far as afternoon snacks go, there's one clear standout, the Monster Munch. They're light, airy crunch with sprinkling of sea salt. 
Got the salt. They got the salt. This is the salt we were looking for yeah. before. Um, they've got kind of ghosty fun shapes. Mm-hmm. What have you got there, Max? A little. Are yeah. they all exactly the same? Yeah. 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 So do, you, do you want to describe what they look like? It's like a little ghost with a smiley like face. Like the sheet over the head ghost. style. Yeah, it's not like a Casper. It's yeah. very much traditional. Um, not even sure what shape they call that. It's like a stretched out yeah. semicircle. Yeah. <laughs> um, these potatoes are nothing short of a national treasure. When the uh, team behind the Yum Box were picking this product for its Polish factory, one of the workers smiled and said, Ah, the Americans are getting the best of the best. <laughs> there you go. So, uh, they're very light and airy. They're reminiscent of the veggie chips. Yeah. Yeah, that uh, light, airy, melt-in-your-mouth style. These are the Maury's rather than the pretzels. So, very aerated. Hmm. Again, puffy like um, I always come back to the styrofoam packaging that yep. people che- mail stuff Cheetos with. and stuff. Yeah, that sort of stuff. So, it's puffed potato. It tastes like um, the um, things you can buy at like Chinese places. Oh, prawn crackers. Prawn yeah. crackers, yes. Yeah, it's that texture. Yep. Definitely, definitely. But uh, light seasoning of salt. It's not overly salty. No. It's kind of like Lay's potato chips. Um, it's They're not slathered in salt. You are a connoisseur. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> so do you an are a connoisseur. I am, I am, I am. <laughs> it's this show. It's done me in. This is actually quite nice. And they're not greasy either. Oh. Um, so I'm wondering if they're fried as opposed to um, air-baked or something like that. It doesn't say... But yeah, oh, it's sunflower oil, so I'm assuming they would be, yeah, perhaps it's dehydrated potato and cornstarch. Mm. But uh, yeah, they would be pressed into that shape as opposed to a cut. And so that most likely to get that consistency, it would be mashed up um, and processed and then kind of pressed into that shape to so. get cooked. Yeah. Unless you're growing potatoes that look like ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> Someone sitting there with a little, you know, whitt- <laughs> uh, whittling tool, you know. They're doing the old um, jack-o'-lantern faces and stuff like that. Mm. <laughs> okay, what are we doing? Uh, thumbs up, thumbs down? Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up? Yeah, two thumbs up. Same, excellent. Uh, well, considering we've got two people here, do you want to go uh, head-to-head with a bit of Polish trivia? Okay. <laughs> See what you know about Poland. So it's uh, multiple choice. On a Polish holiday, Smigus Ningus. Yep, that's exactly what it's called. Smigis Dingus. It is custom for what? A, girls to steal shoelaces from boys. B, children to ride on ponies. C, boys to dump water on girls. Or D, newlyweds to make honey bread. So what is the uh, tradition on the Polish holiday Smigis Dingus? Kids to ride horses. You think kids to ride horses? I'll go D. You'll go D, which was newlyweds to make honey bread. And uh, for both of you... It is, in fact, boys dumping water (laughs) on girls. There you go, Max. You get your own back. Better learn that terminology, Max. Yes, Mingus, you'll have to find out when the Polish holiday is being held, Max, so you can chase your sisters. (laughs) Uh, Which of the following foods was invented in Poland? Was it A, the pudding... B, the bagel, C, cereal, or D, donuts? Pudding. Thinking pudding? Pudding. 
Two for two here. It was actually bagels. We've mentioned them just before. If you think about uh, poppy seeds on bagels, Poles um, invented the uh, the bagel. It is named. I thought it was French. Well, yeah, it's a Yiddish word yeah. for ring. Apparently, yeah. uh, it was made first in the 16th century. Krakow um, people used to feed women during childbirth these bagels. Um, to relieve pain. <laughs> uh, by the seventeenth poppy, <laughs> <in> poppy seeds. <laughs> by the end of the 17th century, bagels become a staple of Polish cuisine, and by the 19th, they'd been uh, taken over to London, and by the 20th, Polish Jews brought them to the streets of New York City. Mm. So, uh, yeah, you'd get the American bagel. Uh, question number three. Between 2006 and 2007, Poland's president and prime minister were what? Were they both the same person? Were they both women... Were they both father and daughter, or were they both identical twins? I'll go father and daughter. You're thinking father and daughter? Both girls. Oh, Max, we know nothing about <laughs> Poland. The 2006-2007 uh, Polish Prime Minister and President were both identical twins. Lech Kaczynski became the President of Poland in 2005, and in 2006 his identical twin brother, Jaroslo became the Prime Minister. Wow. Mm. Way before their political careers, they starred side-by-side side in a popular Polish children's movie called The Two Who Stole the Moon. <laughs> uh, in 17th century Poland, what was used to treat wounds? Was it vodka and cherry stems, orange peel and tree sap, wet bread and spider web, or milk and maple leaf? So, what was used to treat wounds in 17th century Poland? Vodka and cherry stems, orange peels and tree sap, wet bread and spider web, or milk and maple leaf? What do you reckon, Max? Orange peels and sap. Tree sap. Well, vodka's Russian, so, you know. Yeah, so, Max, unfortunately, it's not it's yours. Not, it's not vodka. It's not it's vodka. It's got to be um, wet bread and spider webs. <laughs> what a guess. So, while you won't find this bizarre remedy in a modern first aid kit, uh, it's not as random as you might think. The wet bread acted like a sponge, and then the sticky sap from the spiderweb would uh, trap spores and penicillin uh, in, you know, fungus behind um, the wound to help heal it up. Yeah. Quite ingenious. Finally, the region of Kujui is the first known place where what was made? Was it cheese, beer... Cornbread or pie? Do you want me to try and pronounce Kajui again? Kajawi? Mm. It was yeah, the first known place where what was created? Cheese, beer, cornbread or pie? Cornbread? Mm -hmm. I was going to go cornbread too because I reckon that's all in the paste. Everything we've done has been it's about been bread. pastry. <laughs> oh. Oh. No, it is in fact cheese. There you go. Although the exact origins of cheese remain unknown, Kajawi is home to the earliest known evidence of it. Researchers recently uncovered some ancient strainers from 5000 BC with molecules which are very reminiscent of cheese on their surfaces. Several thousand years later, Poles are still cheese champions, most famous for their ornately carved smoked Ozjapek variety. There you go. So we've got some more... Uh, Polish trivia in the future, but uh, that's it for our Yum Box today. We're going to take a quick break and then we're going to get on to talking Tim Tams on Afternoon Delight, so stick around. Yum, yum. 
time to talk Tim Tams on Afternoon Delight. What do we know? Um, Bite corners off and you suck your coffee through it. Yep. <laughs> do you know what that's traditionally known as? No. The Tim Tam Slam. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it has a name. But uh, Tim Tam are a brand of chocolate biscuit made by Arnott's consisting of two malt biscuits that are separated by a light chocolate cream filling and then coated in a thin coat of and chocolate. And the Aldi ones just do not stack up. That's right. Now, I was looking today when I was uh, getting the different varieties of Tim Tams. There are the, the cheap rip-offs. And yep. you've got the uh, the Chockey Slam was the particular shop that I went to. And, uh, yeah, not the same. Mm. Arnott's really do have yep. the market when it comes to you a Tim got it Tam. Right. They have too many flavours of maybe not so right. The traditional is the best. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, the amount of flavours I could have purchased today okay. is phenomenal. I've only gone with the kind of run-of-the-mill Tim Tams. I haven't gone for the highfalutin stuff. They've got all these different um, specialist yep. flavours. We'll talk about them a little bit later. But uh, let's travel back in time to 1958, where Ian Norris, who is a director of food technology at Arnott's, was uh, take your trip around the world for inspiration for some new products. He was in Britain and found the Penguin Biscuit and decided to try and make it better. So in America, they've got something similar. They call it a Penguin, but Tim Tam really haven't hit the nail on the head. Tim Tam went on the market in 1964. They were named by Ross Arnott, who attended the 1950 Kentucky Derby, and named it after the name of a winning horse. So the biscuits are named after a horse. Um, apart from the penguins, products similar to Tim Tams include the Temp Tins, which is Dick Smith's uh, oh, variety. Yeah, yeah. Uh, New Zealand have Chit Chats, the Woolworth home brand of the Chocolate Slams. The Chit Chats. Sure. <laughs> yes. Chit Chat. Chit Chats. Chit Chats. I'm not going to try and do a New Zealand accent. <laughs> uh, Woolworths have the Chocky Slams. Coles just call them Chocolate Surrenders. Don't know why you would call that them was that. Just being lazy. And there are various other home brand products around the world that have similar but not quite the same. Uh, in 2003, Arnott sued Dick Smith over their Temptin <laughs> name because uh, they alleged that they, it diluted their trademark of Tim Tams, um, and the similarly designed packaging was just a little bit too close. Too close. Uh, the case was settled out of court, but there's a very, very funny sketch that Sean McAuliffe did on his short-lived Tonight Show about Dick Smith's biscuit products and how closely they were related in name to the original. Uh-huh. Um, like, the Arnott's nice, Dick Smith's nicer. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, they made up a heap of very uh-huh. ridiculous products. It was very, very funny. Uh, Pepperidge Farm, which is a sister company of Arnott's, began importing them to the United States in 2008 so that finally the US market knew what we were talking about. Uh, The Tim Tams are still made in Australia and the packaging in the US bears the slogan, Australia's favourite biscuit. (laughs) Pretty true. In 2017, an additional flavour was added, which Max would be quite happy about, dark chocolate mint. And that was produced only, though, for the American market. So you've got to travel to America now, Max. Mm. <laughs> um, so the Tim Tam Slam is uh, the practice of drinking a hot or cold beverage through a Tim Tam. It's also known as the Tim Tam Shotgun, Tim Tam Bomb, Tim Tam Explosion, or the Tim Tam Suck. 
you bite off opposite corners of the Tim Tam. One end is submerged in the beverage, then you suck it through the biscuit as if it's a Tim Tam straw. And then it melts and falls apart. Pretty much, yeah. Be it becomes <laughs> so soft and uh, gooey, at which you then just eat the biscuit. <laughs> Um, it can be performed with cold milk-based drinks. You can do water as well, or cordial, if you so desire. Really? Yeah, we've actually done that before on this show. I almost brought it back today as a bit of a, a science test. Yeah. Um, uh, Arnott's used the term Tim Tam Suck in a 2002 advertising campaign, but they then released a version of Tim Tam specifically for it um, called the Tim Tam Slam uh, this year. So... You can actually buy packets of Tim Tams that say Tim Tam Slam on them. Mm. The original Arnott Bakery opened in 1865, and to date, manufacture of Tim Tams and Arnott's has remained largely within Australia. Um, there's bakeries in Sydney, Adelaide and Brisbane, and at the Huntingworth Bakery in Sydney, the production line turns out about 3,000 Tim Tams per minute. <laughs> 20 tonnes of biscuit cream filling, 27 tonnes of chocolate coating every single day. The biscuit dough containing sugar, flour, colours and flavours is mixed in 20-minute batches. The biscuits are cut to one millimetre thick. 11 holes are punched per biscuit. Then they are baked in a gas oven for 90 minutes. Freezing air cools them before they're then flipped, filled with cream, dunked in chocolate and cooled again. So it's a very uh, fast process considering... Um, but yeah, that is the basic history of the Tim Tam. Mm. Do you have a favourite flavour? I just like the original. I like the, the original, original or the white. Yeah. Or the white ones, yep. We use it for trading. Ah, a yes. System with well, see, Tim Tam are very, very clever. They only have odd numbers in their packaging. Uh-huh. So that there'll be seven or 11. So you have to buy two packets to equally share them. <laughs> mm-hmm. So if you've got a family of five, there's always going to be one left over. Oh, that's easy. And then, yeah, yeah, that goes to dad, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> dad gets it. Oh, look at the text line lighting up with angry mums <laughs> and children. Uh, text in your favourite Tim Tam memories or flavours to 0439. 329713. Let us know what's your favourite Tim Tam flavour. And we'll be back after this short break to uh, put some of them head to head. Ladies and gentlemen, strap yourselves in for this week's great confectionery debate as we pit two similar lollies against each other to decide an overall champion. It is time on Afternoon Delight to go head-to-head with various heads. There's so many different flavours of Tim Tams out there. Um, just up on the shelf uh, where I was getting these, you had your run-of-the-mill flavours, kind of original style, but then you've got all these weird, wide and wonderful flavours. I know the last time we talked about Tim Tams on Afternoon Delight, uh, we looked at some of the Japanese flavours. They have cheese-flavoured Tim Tams. Cheese-flavoured. Yeah, we don't have them here in Colac. There was the uh, Sweet Temptations or Sweet Wishes um, Tim Tam range for a while. It was um, like honeycomb and double choc caramel and stuff like that. Yeah, I remember them once, yeah. They had the uh, Dark Temptations, which were rum and raisin, mint, um, dark chocolate and cherry, stuff like that. Um, there's also been Red Velvet Tim Tams. Yeah, I've had the Red Velvet. The Adrian Zumbo range that <laughs> came out as well. At the moment, there's a range 
that are kind of regional ones. So you've got like Murray River Salted Caramel and um, there's a berry uh, berry farm from somewhere in Australia, Choc Banana, all that sort of stuff. So we're going with what I would class as the original run of Tim Tam flavours. Yeah. There may be one added in there. Okay. So we're going to do a blind taste test. Uh, each of you will have uh, one one biscuit each. They'll both be the exact same flavour. You've got to try and guess by taste alone and description uh, what flavour it is. Same Are we point? allowed to see the colour? No. Okay. Because <laughs> that may help with a couple of them. <laughs> Look away, Max. <laughs> okay. So first packet's coming out. They're both uniform in shape. All Tim Tams are exactly the same shape, size, and coating. Um, they all feel the same. Notice Darren's going for the sniff test. Is that giving you Smells like an original, I reckon. Smells like an original. Depends how competitive as to uh, <laughs> what clues they're going to give each other here. Mm. Okay, so they've gone for a nibble. Oh! <laughs> There might be something that's just happened that uh, may give away part of the flavour. Depends who speaks first as to... Uh, I can taste peppermint. <laughs> what about you, Max? I don't know. You don't know that one? <laughs> Darren's playing a very sneaky game here. <laughs> it, it may work for uh, a visual audience. <laughs> but, uh, yes... Definitely. Do you, want, do you want Max to try and jump first? Max go first. Darren yeah. has definitely got this. What are you thinking, Max? I have no idea. You got no idea. Oh. Okay. So what was oozing out of that? Uh, it's got to be a caramel scented. It is a caramel. Yes. <laughs> Did I trick you, Max, with the peppermint when I said it was peppermint? <laughs> I think he was trying to put you off there, Max. <laughs> so now that you know it's peppermint, uh, not peppermint, <laughs> now you're tricking me. Now that you know it's caramel, you can open your eyes, Max. Can you see the caramel? I taste the caramel now when you bite it? That gooey yeah. center? No, really? Can you see it in the... Yeah. It looks like a caramello koala, like... Mm. It's still got the malted biscuit on the outside, but yeah, the center has a gooey caramel through it. It's not too runny, um, because... No. Tim Tams are really difficult to keep it... A good temperature. Yeah, because they melt, even my fingers, they're melting in my fingers. They melt really quickly, and I was a bit worried because of how hot it was today, <laughs> even just driving from the supermarket to here, as to uh, whether, yeah, they would make it or not. Okay, Max is cleansing his palate, he's right. ready for round two. So that was uh, the chewy caramel. Chewy caramel, yep, got Round that. two. Okay, this can is here. Yes, Max? Can you tell us the flavours, or... Oh, I can yeah. after you've guessed them. <laughs> Don't want to give you too much of a heads up. Um, oh. Okay, this next one, they're going for another sniff test to start it off. It's not as strong and smelling as what the last one was. Okay, so the <coughs> last one had uh, very, yeah, very caramelly. Yes. This one's not melting. Not melting. Oh, that could be a clue then. Mm. Is it dark chocolate? Ooh, okay. He hasn't even put it in his mouth and he's already having a guess. But that's a very, very, very good point, Max. Could have something to do with the uh, why it's not melting. No. I'm going to opposite you, Max. I'm going to opposite you and say it's white chocolate. Mm. <laughs> right. I was just thinking that. <laughs> Are you going to check? Because <laughs> Darren's got it. 
Do you agree? You taste that white chocolate after taste. Yeah, mm. so why do you think it's not melting so much in your fingers then? I don't know. <laughs> so when you think about uh, what is actually melting when it comes to chocolate, it would be the cocoa solids and fats and things like that. So once they've removed all that sort of stuff and you've just got that white chocolate left, it's uh, that's why it doesn't, melt as, doesn't melt as quickly. Sort of a more of a drier... But an excellent pickup. That was uh, very, very, very uh, cluey to start off with. Um, but the white chocolate, comparison to chewy caramel? What I like thoughts? white chocolate, but I actually thought the chewy caramel was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. caramel's on the top of your list? I don't know. So far. So far, Max? I would say they're tied. They're tied, okay. <coughs> well, we might have to try and uh, fix that then with round three. Going to be nearly tin tammed out. <laughs> yeah, we're about to find out whether there is a possibility to overdose on Tim Tams. Okay, uh, next up, um, again, they all look very, very similar. This one's dark Whoa. chocolate. <laughs> 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 okay. what, what gave it away, Max? This is a very strong scent yeah. of cocoa. <laughs> <laughs> so the white chocolate one, I can now give a bit of description, seeing as you've uh, had it. Yeah, it's white chocolate on the outside. Still got the vanilla cream filling on the inside. I don't oh. like this one. You're not a it's fan of this one? very rich. But yes, you've definitely got it right. So, uh, yeah, dark chocolate, apparently the most irresistible uh, of the lot, according really? to them. Yeah, 11 biscuits in the pack again, um, but yeah, it wouldn't be high on my priority I won't even finish that one, sorry. Way too rich. You need that with some form of drink. Oh, you I couldn't eat that just on its own. I only took a tiny bite. And didn't <laughs> like it? Don't like it. Mum would like it, wouldn't she, Max? I don't know. She <laughs> likes dark chocolate. Okay, okay then. Round four. Round four. Yeah. So you definitely got that even before it went in your mouth. You weren't going to be fooled into that. Okay. Ooh. So they, I'm assuming they feel the same in your hand. Yeah, they all feel the same. Doesn't yeah. feel thicker or anything like that. Yeah. Can't even smell it. Maybe this I'm overpowered a, from the other one. This one's a milk chocolate. Milk mm-hmm. chocolate? Yeah. You're thinking? Is there any change in the scent or anything like that? Mm. So it's kind of got that quick melt on your fingertips clue mm. that Max is looking for now. Mm. It's not a... I don't think it's a traditional. Could... Uh, nah. Could have something else. It's the creamy centre. Right. Mm. What are you thinking, Max? You're going for or against... I don't know what flavour that is. <laughs> I can't even really get the flavour. It's just yep. I can feel the cream, the texture. Yep. Yeah, same. They're both playing it very, very uh, honestly. Both have had their eyes closed the whole time. I will allow you to have a look at it now to see if that gives any clues. Is it the traditional? It is the traditional. Really? Yeah. So, uh, sadly, <coughs> you, uh, you bonked down on that one. That's your... Regular old Tim Tam. Mm. Mm. That's your baseline. I think the other threw it off, Max. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> you, you've still got the remnants of that dark chocolate mm. haunting. Because it just didn't have any smell. Yep. Like with a caramel one, you could really smell it, a dark chocolate. Yeah, so that's just a plain Tim Tam. The centre was really creamy, which I didn't think 
the tradition of Tim Tam was that creamy. Mm. Mm-hmm. Probably don't really savour it that much. Normally. No, it's, normally it's, it's normally just like the quickest down so you can go for the next one. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that is the traditional Tim Tam malt biscuit, uh, creamy filling, just uh, plain chocolate on the outside. Yeah. Okie dokie. Mm. Two to go. <laughs> never, did, never did they think they would eat this meal. Very much chocolate. Oh, this one's stuck in the packet, unfortunately. Come on out. There we go. Is okay. that a clue? Uh, no, <laughs> it was just that I, ha- I hadn't opened the packet enough. Oh, <laughs> I know what this is. <laughs> <They're all> oh. <laughs> it's mint. That's mint, all right. You can <laughs> smell it. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, this is the newest addition to mm. the uh, Tim Tam family for Max. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it's got a dark chocolate coating on the outside. Yeah. As opposed to the cream-filled centre. Yeah, it's, it sort of just tastes like a standard, what's that, mint, mint slice? After dinner, mint yeah, or mint slice. The mint slice yes. biscuit is really yeah. what the flavour is. Funnily enough, on the shelves right next door to each other. Mm. Strange marketing ploy. Because you could pick up one or the other and you'd mm. be essentially... Yeah, same flavour. Yeah, almost the same biscuit. Is it still got the two malt? I'm assuming it does. Yep. Two malt and then, yeah, a, uh, a mint centre. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we have one left. <laughs> Can <Wow>. you do it? <laughs> Got to wash them in away. Uh, so that is packed, packaged in a uh, dark green chalk mint. Um, and the cream centre has a light green tinge to it because yeah. of the, the mint flavouring. Is the, rest of your fa- tea for a while, Max. <laughs> the rest of your family are probably cursing the fact that I didn't help out today, Max. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. last All one. Right. Last one. So again, thinking this is as close to what I would call an original range as possible. Um, I may have Ooh. saved the trickiest till last. Oh, It feels thicker. I know what this one is too. <laughs> I reckon just from the feel, Max. You're using that clue, are you? Got to be double chalk. You pipped at the post, Max. <laughs> it does indeed feel thicker because there is an extra layer of chocolate on the outside. It's smoother on the outside. Mm-hmm. Still melty. Yeah. So it's pretty much double dipped. Yeah. It's got the uh, same innards of a Tim Tam, the malt biscuit cream filling, but uh, it's not dipped once, it is dipped twice. When mm. they start triple dipping them, I think that's just cardiac arrest on... <laughs> In biscuit So it's form. got like, it's nearly a millimetre of chocolate all the way around the outside. Mm. It's a lot thicker. Max it's a was lot right. Thicker. No lumps and bumps, it's just a smooth rounded top. Yep. Okay, on that note, I think we need a, a quick break so you can recover. We'll be back with more Afternoon Delight right after this. An afternoon delight, it is time for our sweetest tune. Now, um, we are talking before about uh, using a Tim Tam as a straw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you remember what that is called? Come on, Max. <laughs> the Tim Tam Slam. The Tim Tam Slam, that is right. Uh, Oxo Cubans is the name of an Australian band who have gone out and written a song all about it. Mm-hmm. Called the Tim Tam Slam. Now, uh, Mal Webb is, uh, I'm assuming, the front man of this particular band. And uh, he's known for uh, just an amazing vocal range of sounds. Like, he can 
replicate a didgeridoo using just his mouth. I've heard his name before, but yeah, I don't know when... Yeah, beatboxing, all sorts of stuff. Um, Does he get that from eating Tim Tams? He might. <laughs> <laughs> he could. He might be singing with a Tim Tam in his <laughs> mouth, perhaps. But, uh, yeah, absolutely incredible. So this is the Oxo Cubans uh, with the song Tim Tam Slam on Afternoon Delight. Once I met a girl, she said her name was Pam. She told me that I ought to try the Tim Tam Slam. She asked me up for coffee, I thought it was a line. But we were there before I got to say your place on mine. She sat me down, she filled the cups, she made it white with one. But when she got the Tim Tams out, I knew we had begun. We were doing the Tim Tam Slam! That there was Oxo Cubans with Tim Tam Slam. Just a little bit alternative. Yeah, a bit of alternative jazz for your Sunday. <laughs> what do you think, Max? I don't know. <laughs> Not going to comment. <laughs> Max is trying to pick his jaw up off the floor. <laughs> uh, yeah, very uh, odd arrangement, but um, kind of a mix of, I don't know, almost midnight oil dancing with a video clip, and it was set in a kind of beanbaggy tea shop. <laughs> Uh, yeah, good stuff. Very different. <laughs> very, very different. Uh, we're almost out of time. We've got uh, a recipe to try and sneak in before the end of the show, so we'll be back after this to do that. Say hey, good looking. What you got cooking? How's about cooking something up with me? Time to share a recipe, and Max, you've uh, passed over the duties to Darren. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> very <laughs> kind of you. I think uh, Darren's already to share with us today's recipe. What are we making? The Easy Tim Tam Cheesecake. I think we'll be the judge of that. Uh, <laughs> uh, what do we need? Uh, you need two packets of 250-gram cream cheese, chopped at room temperature, 900ml of thickened cream, plus 150ml extra. 60 ml or a quarter of a cup of warm water, three teaspoons of powdered gelatine, two 330 packets of Tim Tam in the original flavour, 200 ml of double cream, 250 ml of cold milk, 50 gram of aeroplane chocolate dessert mix, 50 gram of violet crumble bar, coarsely chopped chocolate sauce to drizzle. That sounds real easy. A lot of ingredients. That's a lot of chocolate as well. Very much so. So method, line the base and side line the base and side of around twenty two centimeter spring form pan with baking paper. Even that's hard enough. Use the electric beaters to beat the cream cheese and thicken cream into a large bowl until smooth. Place warm water in a small heat proof bowl, sprinkle with gelatine and stir until combined. Place inside a larger heat proof bowl. Pour enough boiling water into the larger bowl to reach halfway up the side of the smaller bowl. Set aside, stirring occasionally for five minutes or until gelatin dissolves. Add the cream cheese mixture and beat until combined. Spoon one cup of cream cheese mixture into the pre-prepared pan. Use the spatula to smooth the surface. Oh, step two. That was just <laughs> step one. It sounds real easy. Arrange a layer of Tim Tams around the inside of the pan, standing them upright and leaving a gap of one centimetre between each. Gently push them into the cream cheese mixture and hold them in place. 
must have lots of hands. Carefully spoon the remaining cream cheese mixture into the centre of the pan and use a spatula to gently press it between the Tim Tams, straightening any if necessary. Slice three Tim Tams and reserve. We're still in two here. Coarsely chop remaining Tim Tams and stir into cream cheese mixture with the centre of the pan. Cover with a plastic wrap and place in the fridge for four hours or overnight until set. <sighs> I think they're tricking us by saying it's <laughs> easy and just saying, you know, it's, oh, it's only four steps. Yeah, oh, but yeah, every step has a million steps in between. Step three. Carefully remove the cheesecake from the pan and transfer to a serving plate. Spread the double cream over the top and it's over like 12 hours. Beat the cold milk and dessert mix into a bowl for one minute. Our milk would have been out by then. It would have been gone. Working quickly, spoon the chocolate mixture into piping bag filled with one centimetre plain nozzle and pipe swirls around the edge of the cheesecake. Oh. Whip the extra thickened cream into a bowl, in a bowl, until soft peaks form. Lightly swirl through the remaining chocolate mixture and spoon onto centre of cheesecake. And you'd think it finished. Decorate with... Chopped crumble, sliced, reserved Tim Tams, and drizzle with chocolate sauce. Okay, Max, wow. I see why you passed over the reading duties <laughs> this week. Yeah. <laughs> that is crazy. But that's apparently the easy Tim Tam. <laughs> the easy Tim Tam recipe. What's a hard Tim Tam recipe? I dread to think. Mm. Almost time for us to get out of here. Let's take a quick look at the poll from last week on the show. Uh, we were talking Tic Tac. Actually, we've only... We've only changed the letter this week. Last week we were Tic Tac. This week we are Tim Tim Tam. (laughs) I've only just realised that. Uh, So last week, what is the correct way to eat a Tic Tac? Do you dissolve it on your tongue or do you chew it? Uh, The poles gone the way of dissolving on your tongue. Dissolving. There you go. I'm a chewer. But anyway, (laughs) uh, we have one thing left to do, Max. We'll pass it over to you. Now, as tricky as that recipe uh, sounded, we just posted a picture up of it on the uh, Afternoon Delight Facebook page, and it does actually look pretty cool. (laughs) Okay, Max, what is inside this week's Kinder Surprise? Okay, we're down to the capsule. Popping the top off. Ooh, two parts. Two-parter. Okay. (laughs) That's good, because we've got, like, three minutes left. What is it? Do you know it, those? It's um, a sketch. Oh, awesome. Oh, so it doesn't have anything to write with? Yeah, you use a green thing. Oh, okay. Okay, so there's a little purple... Uh, I was going to say viewfinder. What do you call it? Screen. And then... <laughs> Max has just written high. Excellent for radio. And uh, so you use the outside clip, which holds it together, yeah, the green as your little yeah. stylus. That's and pretty cool. And you can put it onto it, and it's like a little holder. That is so cool. I mean, you can only fit one word on at a time, but... It's <laughs> how small you can write. That's right. And then there's a little switch on the back where it ma- makes it... 
and clear and then you can turn it again and uh, comes with a 15 page note that says toy is not suitable for children under three years <laughs> okie dokie well that is it for our Tim Tam edition of Afternoon Delight our big question is just going up on the Facebook page which you can answer throughout the week we want to know Tim Tams are best by themselves or with a hot or cold drink what are we voting Max Tim Tams by themselves or with a hot drink cold drink Depends what type. Must be with a drink. The amount we wait today, it's got to be with a drink to wash it down. <laughs> to wash yeah. it all down. There's only one way to find out. That'll be uh, on what people vote throughout the week. So uh, we'll catch you next Sunday to do it all again. Thanks for uh, popping in today, Darren, and sharing no the show worries. with us. Thanks for having me. And as always, if you've got suggestions for stuff to have on the show, you can email lolly at ocrfm.org.au or head to the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. Bye-bye. See ya. Gonna find my baby, gonna hold her tight, gonna grab some afternoon delight. My motto's always been when it's right, it's right. Why wait until the middle of a cold, dark night when everything's a little clear in the light of day? The night is always gonna be there anyway Thinking of you working up my appetite Looking forward to a little afternoon delight Rubbing sticks and stones together makes the sparks ignite And the thought of loving you is getting so exciting Skyrockets in flight oh, Afternoon delight